Hey everybody, Brandon Lewis here coming to you live from the backyard. You may hear the barking of dogs, you may hear the running of mail trucks, you may hear the tweeting of birds, but it is okay. We are in God's creation as I bring you the seven big news stories in Tennessee that conservatives care about that the mainstream media will never touch. Now listen, this Saturday, June 17th, I will be at the Sumner County Conservative Republicans meeting. It starts at 8.30 a.m. for a little bit of coffee and conversation at the Beach Cumberland Presbyterian Church in Hendersonville. Some of you will hear this and will flock to this meeting. Others will hear it a day or two late and be bereft and very depressed that you did not make it. But that's okay because the Let's Go Brandon tour is going to roll on all across the three Grand Divisions. I will be uh, in uh, Jackson on July 13th. I will be in Dandridge uh, on July 18th. I will be in uh, McMinnville August 19th and August 26th. I will be in Nyota. So do try to come out and see me, what little there is of me. Uh, if you keep your expectations very low, you will not be disappointed. Now, do follow us on the big tech platforms uh, that have yet to censor us, and that would include Twitter, Gab, Getter, Truth, Rumble, and MeWe. Guys, I appreciate you very much. Let's get on with the news stories. First story. Williamson County to purchase voting machines despite public outcry. Since when? Would the public asking for something deter a government institution or a politician from doing the exact opposite? This is case in point. The Williamson County Commission voted Monday night to fund the purchase of ES&S electronic voting machines, a purchase they previously voted down after public outcry. Concerned Williamson County citizens have been asking Williamson County Election Commission uh, for increased transparency and integrity over the past few years to return to pre-printed hand-marked paper ballots after the county commission voted to deny the recent purchase proposal. The WCEC took feedback from the community and amended their ES&S purchase request with an additional request for funds for a third-party study to be conducted on hand-marked paper ballots. Oh, I always love it when they ignore the will of people, yet they have a study and a committee. That happened when uh, the illegal immigration center where kids were molested and lost that was placed in Chattanooga by Bill Lee. Uh, you had the Republican Party leadership put together a study committee to basically decide to do absolutely nothing. So study committees, uh, typically I have very little faith in, uh, but you never know. After the county commission uh, Monday night, some commissioners were leery of voting down the purchase for a second time due to a few factors. Number one, voting no for a second time, the commission would be in violation of state law. However, Tennessee Code states that ballots, either marked by hand or with the assistance of a device, must be inserted into an optical scanner. Tabulators, Shelby County, Hamilton County, Murray County, Knox County, all conduct elections elections using hand-marked paper ballots. The WCEC would decide to purchase the machines and sue for county for reimbursement. Commissioners were concerned that voting down the purchase uh, and the and the use of over 900000 in grant money, the county might have to raise taxes in Williamson County to fund the eventual purchase of other machines. The commission voted 16 to 8 to approve the funding for the machines and the study. Guys, uh, those are the folks that in the upcoming elections, I'm sure many of you will be mobilizing to dispense with. Next story. Crossville man arrested for protesting Pride Parade. Not a single arrest. All that stuff went on at the, up at the Capitol, but this yeah, this man was arrested. We'll see. We'll see what this is about. Crossville man was arrested on Saturday for protesting a Pride Parade event on the Crossville Courthouse lawn. Wallace Shane uh, Wattenbarger, a lifelong resident of Crossville, Tennessee, and owner 
of Rocky Top Stone Supply says that his First Amendment rights were violated after standing up for his beliefs and protesting the Pride March. Uh, Wattenberger drove his trailer, decorated with an assortment of banners and sides, down Main Street, where he was soon surrounded by six patrol cars for driving down the road. Interesting. Wattenberger gave the following statement, I won't let them brush this under the rug and the community forget that the uh, city police are doing to good citizens for having a voice. It's going to get very nasty in the upper branches. Uh, Lucky all the way to the state capitol. I respect and appreciate law enforcement until they start to step out of their boundaries and go after lawful people because officers don't agree with what I'm doing. In a personal statement on social media, Wattenberger made clear that he holds no animosity toward anyone identifying as gay after learning that the Pride March was scheduled to be held on the courthouse lawn in conservative Crossville, Wattenberger decided to take a stand uh, after witnessing what he said is the county's drift to a left-wing movement he stated, we have many leaders who are spineless imagine that and won't put up a resistance. I'm a true believer that positive change starts at the bottom and moves up the ladder, and it comes uh, with hard work and sacrifice that most are not willing to do. I hope Mr. Uh, Wattenberger Wattenberger rather, Barger uh, will take uh, his money that he earns from the small business and to see if he's got some kind of court case uh, for violating uh, First Amendment rights uh, because it's very important that we keep those going. All right, guys, listen, if you want to reach the largest and most engaged group of patriots in the state of Tennessee, you are in luck because we have advertising opportunities here at the Tennessee Conservative. Don't be a spineless small uh, business owner, uh, but instead put your money where your mouth is, very similar to this Crossville man. Uh, I always tell people, if I look at your budget, and if I look at your calendar, and if I do not see anything set aside for keeping this country and this state free, you're not really a conservative. And if you are afraid of losing a dollar or uh, losing some approval to stand up for your conservative core beliefs, then your core beliefs are actually money and approval, and we don't need that. So do email news at tennesseeconservativenews.com for all the details. We will work uh, to figure out the best way to reach our audience, and if for some reason I feel that it's not a good fit for you because it would not get a good ROI, I will tell you. And we appreciate our advertisers and our supporters. Next story. See, I, I printed this this in an odd fashion today, so and I'm not throwing it over my shoulder because I don't want it all in my yard. Okay, so this is this is a, a departure all the way around from our normal Big Seven. Next story: Tennessee representative introduces articles of impeachment against Biden and Harris. On Monday, Tennessee Representative Andy Ogles introduced articles of impeachment against both President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. This looks like an episode of Touched by an Angel right now. Too too much uh, ambient light. Back to the story. In his articles against Biden, Ogles said Biden weaponized the presidency in an effort to shield the business and influence peddling schemes of his family from congressional oversights and public accountability. It amazes me. That where there actually is smoke and fire, we cannot get the politicized, weaponized uh, Justice Department and the other alphabet agencies to, to look into things. But yet where there is nothing, they will manufacture and create charges and evidence. We live in a banana republic. Back to the story. The article also states that Biden has acted in a manner contrary to the public trust and subversive to constitutional government, to the great prejudice of the cause of law and justice, and to the manifest injury of the people of the United States, and uh, this in relation to the way that he has dealt with the crisis on the southern border, which he has manufactured and created. As I mentioned, uh, our Biden's refusal to comply with congressional requests for information and documentation, the articles specifically mention Biden's withholding of a form uh, that repeatedly details a bribery scheme in which members of the Biden family, including Joseph Robinette Biden, received $5 million each to assist uh, Burisma Holdings. Burisma Holdings is a Ukrainian company for which Hunter Biden served as a board member. 
Ogle said that the Biden uh, family not only failed uh, the American people, but also violated his sworn oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The southern border crisis also plays a part into the articles aimed at Harris, taking aim at her lack of knowledge and lack of caring. Uh, they state that she has extraordinary incompetence in the execution of her duties and responsibilities and an indifference to American suffering as a result of America's ongoing border crisis. I agree. Next story. Next story. Tennessee Bureau of Ethics and Campaign Finance uh, denies intent of failed bill uh, was to censor news outlets and advocacy groups. Earlier this year, Tennessee Bureau of Ethics and Campaign Finance uh, Executive Director Bill Young's office worked with Representative Sam Whitson uh, to craft changes to some of the language in the Tennessee Code of concern with the uh, portions having to do with the definition of a PAC and the amount of money given to groups who expend to support or oppose candidates or measure. Based on the actual language of the changes, rather than their, quote, intent, advocacy groups, companies, individuals, and even news outlets could have been forced to convert into PACs, thereby placing all of the campaign finance regulations that apply to PACs onto them. The changes to the code, as they were written, were very open to interpretation, making the proposal uh, ripe for abuse. Now, we've already seen the campaign uh, laws that were passed. Man, it's pretty bright over here. The campaign laws that were passed to uh, essentially... Uh, silence and muzzle conservative grassroots advocacy groups. Let me try this here, see if it helps any. Not a bit. Not a bit. Probably even mess things up. See, this is the kind of high-quality video production that you uh, grow to, to love uh, from the Tennessee conservative. We're doing the best we can here, people. Doing the best we can here. Only the folks that really care will tune in through all of this nonsense. I'm being stung by insects. I, next thing you know, some badger's going to walk out of the woods and gnaw on me, but I'm here to deliver the news. In all circumstances, rain, shine, or extreme sun exposure. Back to the story. Regarding the redefinition of what a PAC is under state law, Young says, we were just trying to make it s us sound like everybody else in the United States and the feds. They all call them PACs. The proposed change to the code did not contain clarifying language regarding what expenditures of support or opposition of a candidate measure might actually look like, nor did it provide clear exemptions for certain groups. This would have caused confusion in what groups would be redefined as PAC. Now, what I have found is typically when things are uh, trotted out by our uh, slithering representatives, in particular the ones that have previously uh, had a penchant and a record for denying the constitutional rights of Tennesseans, that how the thing comes out at first is really how they want it to be. But yet, when they finally get caught by and uh, confronted by conservatives saying, hey, wait, Whoa, hold on a minute there, Bob. Uh, I think you're trying to do something nefarious and wrong. They backpedal, which is what I felt like happened here. That is my personal opinion. Young denied that there was any intent to expand the jurisdiction of the registry board or to apply rules to groups not previously under said jurisdiction. That was never the intent. That was not the intent of the language. Uh, that's not what it would have done. Well, language, Mr. Young, if it's written... It, it can be applied, and, and it, when you write these bills, it's very important if they come down from your office that both the intent and the language are clear. You can't have the language say one thing and the intent be another because it will be abused, as it often has. Due to the unclear nature of the changes to the code and the potential for wide array of interpretations that could be made by the public and elected, non-elected officials as well, the legislation received a great deal of pushback from concerned Tennesseans and was amended to remove all controversial language. Oh, amazing. Amazing. People finally figure out what we're doing, and that's when we got all the time in the world to change things. Let's see if I can do this here. Is that helpful? That's a little helpful. 
gosh, we need to fire, we need to fire our AV guy. Well, that's me. I don't know. Maybe we need to keep him. Guys, listen, I can't do this without your help. Please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Um, we got to get off the sidelines uh, financially, guys. I mean, I'm just, that is a message that I take to every conservative group. Uh, we are underfunded. You know, we give to our churches, we give to our charities, uh, but for some reason, when it comes to politics, when it comes to the right-leaning press, when it comes to candidates running for office, we are so remarkably stingy, uh, both in the amount that we give and the percentage of conservatives that participate financially, which is why uh, so many of our elected officials in the state of Tennessee are addicted to left-leaning PAC money because we have left a vacuum. And when you leave a vacuum in culture or finance or academia, guess what the left does? They fill that puppy up immediately. They fill it up immediately. And that is what they have done. And so if you don't want that vacuum to be filled by left-leaning groups all over the state of Tennessee, I should have got a parasol out here, maybe a nice pink one, uh, something like that. And I'll do better next time. We could put one of those big flower, one of those big umbrella hats on the top of it. You've seen people wear those at flea markets. I've often thought of purchasing one myself. Back to the support pitch. Uh, we need your help here at Tennessee Conservative. And you can mail your checks to 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. And, by the way, you can also send your letters and your notes. I do read those. And finally, uh, if you give $50 or more, or if you give a $10 recurring donation or more, you will receive, as pictured here, because I don't have it out here in the, uh, in the, the very primitive woods of my backyard, uh, a proud, no, a, a Don't Feed the Rhinos tumbler. You'll also get a Don't Feed uh, the Rhinos bumper sticker, and additionally, you will get uh, a directory of all your elected uh, officials so that you can call them when they try to take away your constitutional rights and or uh, support them, uh, the few conservatives that there are, when they continually bring back the same bills year and year again that are typically defeated related to things like stopping illegal immigration, closing the primaries, you name it. Uh, so maybe one day if we get super-duper lucky, we can get some of that stuff through if maybe some of the rhinos maybe fall asleep or, you know, get sick and they're not there at the committee meeting that day. We might have some kind of hope for getting conservative legislation passed, and we try to inform you when those opportunities occur uh, and when the danger is on the horizon. That is what the job of the press is. That's why we have the First Amendment is to keep uh, those in power in check. All right, guys, moving on to the next story. Tennessee students learn more in math and reading at charter schools, report says. Tennessee uh, students had the equivalent of 34 more days of learning and reading per year in public charter schools than in the regular public schools, according to a study from Stanford Center for Research on Education Outcomes. In math, the students had the equivalent of 39 days more of learning. The results also show that 37% of Tennessee public charter school students fared better in terms of reading growth and, and then their, uh, at their charter school, 47% of the same and 16% fared worse in the charter school. In math, 34% fared better, 40% fared the same, and 26% fared worse at the charter schools. The study said the 22, uh, 2022 results from the National Assessment of Education Progress removed any ambiguity about students learning after COVID-19 pandemic. Student academic performance has regressed uh, by two decades in math and fallen steeply in reading. These were our leaders, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people that led us through the pandemic in the absolute wrong direction. And guess what? They are still in power here in Tennessee. It's remarkable that you can screw something up as profoundly as people in leadership did. 
uh, in Tennessee during those two or three years and to maintain your job and for people to go to sleep and forget that those are the folks that uh, close small businesses, churches, etc., told us things would work and, and didn't work that were not true, and yet they blithely go on growing the government, uh, giving your money to millionaires and billionaires. It is amazing. You know, government is the only place where you can continually fail to deliver what you've promised and uh, to, to just go on year after year. It is quite amazing. All right, guys, next story here. I want to see if I can rotate this thing. Will it get any better? We'll see here. I'm going to try it. We're, just we're changing everything up. We're changing everything up. This is a very dynamic. This is a very dynamic. Uh, no, that's not going to work. We're moving this around here. Eh, marginally better. But now I'm like down in this hole. Let's try this. You don't get this on on normal like normal newscasts like Tucker Carlson. You don't get this with him. He's not over here clowning around with the audio and the AV. This is high quality entertainment, people. All right, next story. National Shooter's parents want to release the manifesto to Covenant School families. Now, this is just a bunch of uh, legal maneuvering and wrangling that is essentially designed to keep the information out of the hands of the public. There has to be something in here that the folks at the Covenant School do not want people to know about. It has to be. I mean, it just seems on its face, whether it's an interpersonal relationship or what the heck ever it is, that there is something that all these parties desperately want to hide that likely reflects poorly on somebody or some people. The truth will set you free. It's in the scriptures. And as somebody who is a uh, Presbyterian, uh, be the congregational, uh, I guess, division that I would identify with the most closely, it is amazing that a, uh, that a Christian organization would work so hard to cover up the truth or just to keep it silent. National Shooter's parents want to release the manifesto to Covenant School families. The parents of the Covenant School shooter have announced they would like to release the shooter's written documents manifested to the Covenant School students, giving them all the rights and ownership. Release of the shooter's manifesto has now been tied up in court since the beginning of May. Should the judge agree, the victim's family um, may get to decide what happens to the writings, even if that means they are never made public. Executive Director of the Tennessee Coalition for Open Government, Deborah Fisher, sees the whole ordeal as an issue of transparency. She said, I would read that as another legal maneuver trying to prevent the writings, which are evidence collected in a public case from being public. Yes, you are correct. The Covenant School and Church, along with the families of Covenant students, have made it clear that they do not want the writings released to the public because they feel the manifesto's release could lead to similar tragedies happening in other communities. I don't think that's why they're keeping it. I just don't. That is what my gut tells me. However, several state lawmakers believe that in order to properly legislate with the goal of preventing school shootings like that in Covenant, they should be given access to at least a redacted version of the writings. In a related story, the shooter's autopsies have been revealed that Hale was not tested for any prescription medication, including those used for hormone therapy. That's amazing. Hale was only tested for illegal and controlled substances. Well, you know what? You could drink a bunch of Drano. <laughs> it is legal. You can buy it at Ace Hardware. But if you have something in your system that is perfectly legal but completely changes the way you think and act, then I think that should be part of the discussion. Amazing. Senator Todd Gardenhire said that the state legislature really wanted to know what the mental health median medication or other hell might have been taking at the time, and were not concerned with any hormone therapy she was undergoing. I'm concerned. I would like to know. Uh, I will tell you this. And I have these sunglasses on, they're polarized, and I can't see the screen. It's very odd. Very odd day for us. Very, very confusing big setting. But it's in the can. I'm trying to get this thing done, guys, because uh, Jason Vaughn, 
we're taking off Father's Day, and uh, and he's got a day off, so I'm trying to get this to him early. And when I rush around and have an idea at the last moment, this is what you're left with. So that's why I'm running through this as quickly as I am. Next story, Tennessee court upholds employee rights to petition lawmakers in Blue Cross Blue Shield case. In 2021, Blue Cross Blue Shield employee Heather Smith was given the choice between getting a COVID-19 vaccine or losing her job. She wrote to her representative, Republican John Reagan, who presented her email to the General Assembly during the special session in October of that year. Smith didn't have a forward-facing job and her religious objections to the vaccine were being ignored. She had written, Smith uh, was asking legislative protection for individual liberties and rights related to vaccine mandates. Smith was fired less than a week later, not for refusing the vaccine, but for putting her comp comp uh, complaints in writing for lawmakers. Her wrongful termination lawsuit, however, was dismissed by a Hamilton County judge. She appealed last week. The Tennessee Court of Appeals ruled in Smith's favors, establishing for the first time that the right of Tennessee employees to petition lawmakers supersedes Tennessee's at-will employment doctrine, which gives companies the power to fire any employees they uh, want to for any reason. It just amazes me how often these little uh, pissant courts in Tennessee will get it wrong uh, because they just don't want to make the powers that be angry because they're a bunch of, uh, pardon my language, butt-kissing suck-ups politically, and they're more worried about getting reelected or, or uh, not rocking the boat in their political community than they are doing their legal responsibility, and often they, they really don't have the legal background to make these decisions, as is the case here. The decision said firing an at-will employee merely for writing to the, general, uh, the Tennessee General Assembly is a bridge too far. The court found the right to petition goes to a controversial uh, cornerstone of how employees as citizens can reach out to their government. Tennessee has a long-standing at-will employment doctrine that is not absolute. All right, guys. Have we gotten through this? With all of these difficulties, all of these difficulties between the lighting, the mail truck running up and down, dogs barking, machinery, machinery uh, running next door. Let's move this thing around here. We made it through. We made it through. In all uh, circumstances, uh, rain, snow, gloom of night, uh, ambient lighting, uh, we are going to bring you the news no matter how tough it gets. Guys, uh, what's going on this weekend? Well, as I had mentioned to you, I am going down to the Sumner County uh, Constitutional Republicans group, which I'm quite excited about, and I have an interview uh, with Kurt uh, after this to talk about the amazing progress that they have made in their county. Uh, we need more counties uh, to have grassroots organizations that engage in practical politicking. Uh, you can quickly educate yourself past the point of diminishing returns, and action is required. So I'm going down there. I'm going to come back. Uh, I'm going to come back quickly. I'm going to try. Uh, I thought I was going to go to church on Saturday, but I don't think I am. I think we're going to go on Sunday. And then there is a little get-together at the Walden Ridge Civic League, which is right down the road from my house, where there's going to be some music. And my wife asked me what I wanted for Father's Day, and I said, I want to go to that thing. I want to listen to some bluegrass music uh, and some great old-time music and just hang out uh, in my community right down the road. And then we're probably going to go to church on Sunday. And then uh, the, the, the program for Father's Day is a little bit up in the air simply because my father may or may not have to work. My father-in-law, I should say, may or may not have to work, and we're trying to get all, all the daddies together. Uh, and so we're kind of playing it by ear here, so I don't know. And I've got some choring to do around the house. Um, I'm quite behind on many of my Tennessee conservative and my Painters Academy duties. So I'm going to try to work like the devil, and the devil ain't lazy to get some of this stuff done. Guys, I love you. Uh, mean it. Uh, do share this 
on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you uh, get your news uh, with your friends, especially those that uh, you have that are in patriot groups and GOPs that just don't seem to really know what's going on in their state government, have no idea how these people are voting that they're electing and chumming up with. We need to get the truth out there, hold folks accountable. We need to stand for the platform, not the personality, and not the person, the platform. This is a job. This is not a popularity contest, and we need to have people that can do the job uh, that are willing to uh, ignore their personal preferences for the will of the people. Look here at the end. Cloud comes out. Lighting gets perfect. Mm, you never know. Maybe I should redo this. Nah. Don't have the time. Don't have the time. Guys, thank you for everything. Do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Hit that support button. If you are listening to this and you have never given, oh, shame, shame. A pox be on your home. Uh, you know, not not a bad pox. You know, something really like a very mild, mild version of, of chicken pox that only lasts for like a day. Uh, but may a pox be on your home if you have not given because it is the reason that so many conservative candidates and organizations in their underfunded state can't make a difference. And that includes media outlets like ours that are grassroots supported not corporate media or establishment supported. I will close with this. If I wanted to make money at this, uh, which I you wouldn't, I'd just go focus on my other job, my other company. If I wanted to make money at this, uh, I would tell you that everything the establishment did was fantastic. I would take all the corporate left-leaning money that's related to PACs and all these initiatives for corporate welfare, and I could rake it in hand over fist all day long. But when you tell the truth, uh, there is not a lot of money to be made by simply giving people back their constitutional rights. There's a whole lot of money to be made uh, taking them away, uh, giving taxpayer dollars to millionaires and billionaires. There's a whole lot of money to be made in uh, facilitating uh, unfair competition from large corporations that put small businesses at a disadvantage through regulation. There's all kinds of money to be made there. But telling the truth uh, really just kind of costs you most of the time. And so if you would share in the cost of doing this, I would appreciate it. Uh, TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Guys, I'll see you in Sumner County. Do uh, check us out at the other places uh, during the Let's Go Brandon tour that will be all over the three grand divisions. And that's, again, July 13th in Jackson, July 18th in Dandridge, August 19th in McMinnville, and August 26th in Nyota. I am coming to a town pretty near you. Uh, just get in your car and drive, even if it's dark, uh, even if you don't want to get up that early. Just come see little old Brandon. I would love to shake your hand and say hello. Until next time, Brandon Lewis here with the TenCon Big 7, signing off.